Glory to Jesus Christ, Father Jason Sharon here. I'm sure you heard today, as many people have, that Pope Francis again has called for the um, uh, decriminalizing of homosexual acts, among other things, um, on his uh, return flight from the African visit home to the Vatican. And it struck me that um, a lot of the Holy Father's public comments you know, revolve around this issue of homosexuality as though uh, that were the centerpiece of his ministry. Um, you don't hear a whole lot of comments from him um, calling for the defense of the persecuted Christians in, oh, I don't know, places like China, or the uh, situation of the Christians in places like, oh, I don't know, Saudi Arabia, uh, or the situation faced by Christian families in the formerly Catholic countries of Europe uh, and North America, uh, places where his faithful flock faced persecution for believing in the official teaching of the church that he leads. So on the one hand, uh, his flock are persecuted for believing the faith that he is embodying as the uh, visible head of the church. But on the other hand, he uses that position as Bishop of Rome and successor of St. Peter to advocate for uh, things that don't pertain to his calling as Bishop and as Pope. Uh, Jesus Christ did not give us the papacy in order to decriminalize sodomy laws. It's a shame because he has a great platform and that great platform can be used for two things, to search out and find the saints and embolden them and to search out and find the sinners and call them to repentance. The beauty of this is that we're all in both of those categories. We all have sinned and we all have at one point or another encountered someone in our life who loved us so much that they were bold enough to dare to challenge us to raise our game, to follow in the footsteps of he who is the great lover of mankind, Jesus Christ. You know, there is um, a passage in scripture and it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. And it says this, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived, St. Paul says. Neither the immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor the drunkards, nor revilers, nor robbers, will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of Jesus Christ and the spirit of our God. That's the beauty of the Christian faith, is that it's not elitist and it's not snobbery. Such were some of you, adulterers, idolaters, revilers, homosexuals, thieves, what have you. But not anymore. You were washed. You were sanctified. You were called to something better. Holiness, joy, a life of courage and conviction, being set apart from the ordinary and the compromised and becoming free and brave. And this is the pity of Pope Francis. 
this is the great shame that he's abandoned his first love. And instead of preaching the gospel, emboldening the saints and calling sinners to repentance, he's using his platform to embolden sinners and to shame the saints into silence and conformity with the world. This reminds me of what our Lord said in the book of Revelation. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against you thee, because you have left your first love. This is Revelation chapter 2. He's speaking to the church in Ephesus. Remember, remember, therefore, from the heights that you have fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come to thee quickly and I will remove your candlestick unless you repent. And so I say this to you know, my father in Christ, my naked father in Christ, maybe like a drunken Noah, for the sake of your own dignity, the dignity of your office, is to repent from this insanity, Pope Francis, and preach the gospel, calling all people to repentance. And if you know nations decide that they want to enact laws that reflect the moral and spiritual tradition that built up that nation, then it is not for the head of a secular state, for that's what the Vatican City state is, it's a secular state. It is not for the head of another state to come into those countries and start lecturing them on how they need to change their laws. I'd be interested in knowing what the Vatican City State has on its books regarding sodomy or abortion. Hopefully, those laws reflect the spiritual patrimony of the Catholic faith. Yet, what we have here is the Holy Father, Pope Francis, going into these nations and speaking not about the gospel so much as about urging these people to change their, their, their code of civil law to reflect the zeitgeist. Who do you belong to, Francis? Do you belong to Christ? Or do you belong to Sodom? We're all called to repentance. And there is no one, no one who receives an exception to the call to repentance. If we make exceptions for uh, homosexuals, then we need to make exceptions for adulterers, for people who are uh, kleptomaniacs, for people who like to set fire to their neighbor's houses. It, it's all or nothing. Repent and return to your first love.